You singing Mbop. Oh yeah, everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geeky movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and then release the Kraken. My name is Chris Treble, alongside me always is my co-host. No, we're cheering. Yeah, it's when you say, say hello. Oh, okay, cool. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Hey! Hey! <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Cool. So, should we get right into this? Yes. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, the a movie came out not too long ago that people are still talking about. Um, this is a movie that we have been waiting for for at least two years. Yep. Uh, there's been so much speculation on the internet about what's going to be in it and what we're going to find out and what we're going to see and who's going to be what and who's in the what's it. Is that all me? Holy shit. Yeah, that's you coming up on my mic. I'm going to come up on your... (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) um, And the point is, Andrew and I have both seen it. It's a hotly debated movie. We're going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi right now. Um, So, you know what? We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to ask you the the tough questions, Andrew. I'm going to get right into it. Here we go. Did you like it? Yes. That's the... Yeah, that's no, yes. With the... Yes? Yeah, with a question mark? Yes. Okay. Um, you know what's interesting? I'm going to give you the same exact answer. Really? What did you think of The Last Jedi? Yes? Wait, that doesn't work. Yeah, no, how did totally How did we... Didn't. How did, what did you ask me? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm hot and cold. Okay, so let's... Okay, first of all, a couple of things. Last Jedi, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Um, first Star Wars movie to be written and directed by the same person other than George Lucas. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, one of those movies was A New Hope, which, you know, started the franchise. Right, but that wasn't really written and directed by him. It was written and directed by Fox. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Um, uh, But, um, so just a little fact I want to point out. Um, Can you kind of take us through some of the plot of this movie so we know what we're talking about? Yes. Okay, go for it. So the, um, I've seen it twice now. Okay. The spoilers... If you sure. haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, the uh, for God's sakes, I have a child and I've seen it. So if you haven't seen it yet, what the fuck are you doing? The resistance is on the run from the first order. Um, they have jumped through hyperspeed. Hype. Yeah, that sounds is that what right. it's called. Yeah, I think it, yes, hyperspeed in this universe. Yeah. Man, light speed. Yeah, maybe we need to not drink before this. <laughs> so they've they've jumped. Stop me. Uh, through hyperspace hyperspeed and uh they arrive in an area and they think they're safe but then the first order jumps there as well and they're like oh my god how can they track us we have enough to jump again but if they can just follow us should we do it and while they're trying to figure all that out 
um, Finn is trying to escape to go escape. He's trying to uh, defect so that he can go and talk to, he can chase down Ray. Right. Um, and he gets found by this girl named Rose who takes him to Poe and she's going to turn him in for trying to run. Right. But, uh, instead they realize that they can fig, they've figured out why none of this movie, as right. I'm saying it's, it, I'm so, like, uh, no, 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 but essentially you're right. So to boil it down, Ray's on a planet with Luke Skywalker trying to get him to train her as a Jedi. Right. And the rest of the movie is about a ship who that doesn't quite have enough fuel to make the jump to hyperspace. That's not even the rest of the movie because that is that is those are two of the storylines, but then there's also the Finn Rose storyline which right, is going on. Right, but that's a branch well. off of you know what I'm saying? I guess, but they all are because Ray is branching off of that from the first movie. It's just still branching right. off of it. I, I meant just like from where we start this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. That's fine because people should have seen this movie by now. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, let's see. You've seen it twice now? Yep. What was your initial feeling when you walked out of the theater the first time you saw this movie? The first time I walked out of it, I thought... Some of it was really bad, uh -huh. but some of it was like so fulfilling right. and cathartic right. and perfectly written and directed. Right. But other parts of it just felt a little prequely. Right. Yeah. I could get behind that. I About 50-50. Yeah. You know, I had that feeling too because I had this, I had to walk out and it was a weird feeling of my mind like almost rejecting what I was actually feeling about it because I, I don't think it could wrap itself around it. Yeah. And that was like, I don't think I liked this movie. Oh. But it's a Star Wars movie? That doesn't yeah. make sense. You like that it couldn't come to grips with that. I mean, idea. Star Wars is only 50 50. Right, it is. But I think I was so gung ho about going into this movie and wanting to love this movie because I really do like The Force Awakens. Um, yeah, me too. And so I, I think, actually watched The Force Awakens before I saw it the first time right. too. Right. And I, and then it's one of those movies where I think initially I actually didn't like the movie. And as I've let it kind of settle into me, I, it's not that I've, I like it more. It's that I appreciate it a little better. Um, for me, let, let me do bad stuff first because I always, I, I, I like to end on good things last like rather than tear it down let's build it up at the end so let me start with what i didn't like he, my, it really i think my whole problem with this movie can kind of be boiled down into one thing and that is your entire plot runs on the the idea of something standing still Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're, especially in a, in something like a Star Wars movie, if it's an action movie, you need to move. You need to move. Like, that needs to be a plot that is constantly in movement, constantly um, twisting and turning, constantly evolving. Yeah. That's really hard to do when the entire basis of the movie is a ship standing still. And at that point, I was like what the fuck are we doing? Like, you're, we're literally, not just figuratively, but literally not going anywhere. Um, and, you know, I was talking about it with someone actually right before I came here. And it's not just that. It's 
there's also a kind of unbelievability. Uh, it it kind of uh, it tests my suspension of disbelief in that. So not only is this ship uh, that everyone is on like not have enough fuel to to make a jump or something, so it's just kind of coasting. It's just standing still essentially. Yeah. Um, but then it's but it, yet it has enough strength to withhold a barrage of attack for long enough for Finn and Rose to take like an eight hour drive out to some planet to get a thing and then get in a hijinks and then bring a thing all the way back to the exact same spot that they just left again. And I think that's where it it just kind of falls apart for me because one, you're not you're not doing anything. You're not you're literally sitting right. still. Um, and in any movie, you need to to move. And and you know, in certain movies, sitting still can be moving. There's a way that you can construct that. In an action movie, that's a little hard, especially in a Star Wars movie that is supposed to be a space opera. You're supposed it's supposed to be swashbuckling. You're supposed to see um, exotic lands and and meet interesting beings and things like that and and you based a movie around something just standing still um and then the idea that like we're gonna stay here and you're gonna go all the way out and do something um it breaks a a thing that is um there's a rule in writing which is give me a second because i gotta think to say this correctly um a probable impossibility is preferable to a to an improbable possibility and so okay yeah i'm gonna say that again a probable impossibility is preferable to an improbable possibility and what that means is this uh in the in the context of this film it is more believable that there is um various races and species and things like that that are coming together from alien worlds and I will watch that movie and believe all of that. But what I won't believe is the idea that, like, if a ship is standing still and taking attack, that you have time to just go out and travel out to somewhere and do a thing and then come on back to the same spot again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In another movie, it would be like, I will believe aliens will come to Earth, but I won't believe when you turn on the radio, you will, in that exact moment, hear the news report about aliens coming to Earth. Sure. Like, that's not, that doesn't make sense to me. You'd hear the end of a song before you get to the news. Um, and for me, it, it all kind of fell apart from there. There are moments, you're right, there are moments in this movie that are wonderful. A lot of the Luke moments, a lot of the Ray stuff, are wonderful. And I'll talk about that closer to the end. But... The, you know, that's where it got boring. The, the casino the, planet. Yeah, the, the Finn and Rose stuff. Yeah, the Finn and Rose stuff. And Poe. Rose is like, I want to like her. Yeah. But she's kind of the most useless character. I'm, I'm the same. I also just don't yeah. really like her very much. And I don't know, like, I don't know if that's a detriment to the story or if maybe I'm like, there's a lot of stuff in this that I don't know how to talk about because I we haven't seen the last movie. Sure. And there's a possibility that like, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to not like Rose. Right. Maybe I'm supposed to not like her, in which case, well done. You know, I don't really enjoy her company on right. screen. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a possibility that I never even thought of. That maybe we're not supposed to really like her. I don't think we're supposed to hate her. I don't think we're supposed to root against her. Right. 
Um, I feel the same way about like Snoke and Kylo Ren taking over. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. that. You know what? That's another thing that I'll, uh, since you brought up Snoke, I might as well just talk about it now. So in this, Snoke is just killed willy nilly. And I know a lot of people between who is Snoke and who are Ray's parents. Those were the two big kind of mysteries that everyone latched onto from the last movie. Um, and Ryan Johnson has said, you know, there's a line. There's the, of course, the line in the movie about like you know who your parents are. They're no one. They're just no one. Um, and Ryan Johnson is going like, except that is face value. They're really no one. Like that's actually the answer. You you know you may not like that, but that's fine. And I'll accept that one. I and in some uh, ways I kind of like. You know what's funny? I don't know that I will accept it. It. You know, if they were to come back in the next movie and go, oh, he was totally lying. Because J.J. Abrams directed, I think he did um, Into Darkness, right? Yes. So, do you remember when Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't Khan? Right, and then he was Khan. So, there is a distinct possibility that they are setting up for an alternate twist. Right. Um, Or that, at the end of the day... J.J. Abrams was the one who made a big deal about her parents in the first right. movie. It was a whole thing, and right? And he could completely undo. Yeah. Yes. So even if Brian Johnson is like, no, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter if J.J. Abrams jumps in and changes the whole thing. Yeah. No, I and I totally, I I will accept that as well. It's one, it's It kind of hit a neutral territory when, when yeah. I heard that answer of like, I'll accept this as the answer or I'll accept in the next movie a twist that undoes this answer as well. Um, for me, people were going... Well, you know, Star Wars isn't about mysteries. It's not about that. So you can't, you know, you know, yes, we'll it is. Kill off Snoke, and and that'll be Luke. I am your father. Right, but they didn't. They didn't thread that in A New Hope. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Sure. That all came about in that one movie. Um, when it comes to the answer of whose race parents are, I'll accept the answer of like they were no one. That's that's fine. Um, People are going, uh, you know, a lot of the filmmakers and the producers have said that as far as Snoke, they're like, well, you were never really supposed to worry about who Snoke was. That wasn't really the point. Here's the problem with that for me, though, is that you're right. I don't really care who the who the emperor is in the first trilogy. Um, I'll accept that he's just a person that in some way, somehow came to this power, came to this status. That's fine. We watched a trilogy where that was all undone. And that was, it felt at the end of Return of the Jedi that this was done. That this was final in some sort of way. That the, um, that the rebels had beaten the Empire. So now you have someone in, in the Emperor's role who has come back up again. So you have to, like, you have to answer that question for me. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, yeah. In that one capacity, it's we not didn't. A big we didn't mystery. see the movies before the Emperor. I mean, A New Hope sort of was, but we didn't see the movies leading up to the up Emperor. Up to the Emperor, we just. But we have seen the movies, movies before Snoke. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm. And so there's a generation gap where I'm going. Wait, we defeated this thing. I don't need the. How full did someone just climb, climb into this? Up to yeah. the thing. Yeah. I. You know, if Luke is l- the last Jedi. And he's taken himself off of planet and we killed Darth Vader and we killed the Emperor. Then how did someone else come up? I get how Kylo Ren came to be, but how does 
but they were like, well, Snoke came in and took Kylo Ren from Luke and blah, blah, blah. They threaded all this stuff. And then they're like, oh, you're not supposed to care about that. I'm like, well, then why did you put all that shit in there? Like, you really threaded this heart of, like, Snoke is some sort of character that we should uh, invest ourselves in and want to know his past. Well, and it seems somewhat unlikely, and it seems like it would have been important. Right. Like, I don't see how it wasn't important to Yoda and Obi-Wan... Uh, and even Luke at some point that you must have been able to sense the power of this amazing Jedi at some point or Sith or whatever he is. Right. He is a force user of whether of, Snoke um, Ben Solo. Oh, oh Snoke. Yeah. Okay. Of him. Like wh- 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 this dude must've been training somewhere. Right. Someone, someone was doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wh- where, when was this happening? Right. Well, even, even uh, past that, you know, they, they make a big deal of, um, you know, who was right and who was wrong between Kylo Ren and, and Luke. You know, there's that, mo- you know, they replay that moment twice of, of Luke standing over Kylo Ren. I think, yeah, I think they do three times, right? Because you, you hear Kylo's version, you or no, you hear Luke's version, version you hear Kylo's, Kylo's version, version, and then you see the real version. Okay, yeah. So... It's a Rashomon. Right, and then thing. they... but But in the first movie, they talk about how Snoke was really the one who like drew Kylo Ren away, but then they never addressed that in this movie. Like That's they're giving true. Kylo Ren's origin story, but they're kind of retconning it in some sort of ways. They're not including Snoke in this at all. And then they come out and they say, "Well, you don't need really need to know who he is, just like you didn't need to know who the Emperor is." Well, I'm no, really that's hoping. I'm really because... hoping that we learn a lot more about the Knights of Ren and that whole story in the next movie because I was sort of hoping that that's what this movie would be right. about. Um, yeah, I mean that. That's what I mean. It's these, they're these kind of overarching things that kind of got under my skin that I couldn't quite get past. And the problem is, if you can't get past those things, then the whole time you're watching this movie going, what the fuck am I watching this movie? Yeah, I, I actually found myself, uh, at least actually not in in the moments with Snoke and all of that, but in the moments with Finn and Rose, I literally thought to myself, I don't want to see this. Like, I just don't, right. I don't care about don't them care. riding rabbits yeah, around yeah, yeah. a casino. Yeah, I don't care about, I mean, that was another, this is a, a or, minor Or about thing. the collector. It, but it did feel more prequely in that J.J., in The Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams did a really great job of going, we're going to go back to basics. Yeah. Um, kind of like what I was saying in the last episode uh, about how there's an essence to these types of movies um, JJ was like, we're going to do puppets. We're going to do, you know, we're not going to do a lot of CGI, that type of thing. Um, because that's not what these movies are. These movies are based on the old B movies. And so those movies would use puppets. They would use, things, you know, they would use real things. And so did, of course, the ones in the 70s because we didn't have a lot of, we didn't have CGI. What do you think about the weird Yoda? It was a little weird. But not as weird as people make it out to be. It was... There was something not quite right about the puppet work. I don't know if maybe it's because he's a force ghost. And so there's this weird, like, glow over him. Over a fake thing. I there's a fake thing on top of a fake there thing. There was there was a... Um, I, I think it might have been the angle for me. Like... We never saw Yoda in the original trilogy from below, and there were a lot of shots mm. of him from below. Like we saw his neck and chin a lot. Right. You they shoot him 
in the first trilogy, they shoot him like a Muppet because he's yeah. a Muppet. Yeah, it's mostly from above and you sort of see him looking Maybe, down. Yeah, it's Because he's shuffling from, around like right, an old it's man. It's mostly from above or straight on. He's it's also never like, up. He's also like condensed a lot. Right. Like he's a lot more like his hands are in his face and like right. his face is down in his stomach. Yeah, and, they kind of made... They made... It's weird they made like prequel Yoda puppet and i yeah. think maybe that's what it was it's like he's a little younger more spry again I, I think part of it is the maybe the dialogue the same the same issue that i said i had with darth vader in rogue one where i'm like the dialogue is not oh yeah you said right. it's not quite the same it's just not it's like just almost it's it's like watching it's the a really good impress- impersonation. It's the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, it's, where it's uncal- like really close. Yeah, it's almost um, they, there. They said that as well, that the Yoda puppet is the original puppet. Like they said they went to the warehouse where all the, the Yoda puppets are and dug around until they found the original one. Right. And used it. I mean, I, I believe that, but I, you're right. I think the sh- the way that they shot it, and like I said, with the You said the, the, the aura over. Effect, yeah. That might have had something to do with it. Has it. something to do with it. Um, because there's... I, and this is me just like kind of spouting this off the top of my head. But you're working with a puppet. And so there's a certain jostle that happens with a fake puppet. If you watch Empire or, or As opposed Jedi. to a real puppet. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a certain jostle when you're using a rubber puppet. Yeah. Um, when you're moving it around. Uh, that you have to then, if you're putting the effect of a force ghost on, if you're putting a a CG effect on it, you have to follow that with it. Yeah, and it does. I think it just kind of falls apart there. Um, whereas with a person, a person is not gonna. They move. Their movements are a little. Yeah, their yeah. movements are different, and you can track those a little easier. So, how did you feel about Leia Poppins? Yeah, that's a good question. Okay. I okay. I like it and I dislike it. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I like it because all right. Here's why I dislike it. Um, it's a little much. They took it like just over the line. Yeah. I accept that Leia has in this time accepted that she has some force ability. I I actually there is no think that's probable. Well, oh yeah. Because there's no doubt. In fact, if they never addressed it, I'd almost think it's more. It's yeah, more probable. I I, th- I think there's no reason yeah. for her to not have to not have great well, Luke a great go, strength of power. If Luke is training new Jedi's, at some point Luke would go, "Hey, Leia, you have the Force in you. I should teach you how to do some of this." Even, or Leia to come to him and go, "I know I got some of this in me. Teach me some of this." Or stuff. even just she does it on her own. She's a general. Right. Like, she she went from a princess to a general, which is a very difficult thing to do. And I think that part of that is because of her it's very rarely done going from a jet from a princess to a general. It is. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, princesses are real things, and generals are fake things. No, generals are also real things. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're laughing at. It's very rare that a princess goes, goes from to, a princess, princess to, a to a general. Has it ever happened? Probably. Mulan? Oh no, that's the opposite. That's a fake thing. That's I meant, real. I meant in real life. That is real life. It's based on a real story. Oh yeah, that's fair. Is she a princess in that? She becomes one. So it's the opposite. No, so it's a general. Yeah, that's what I just princess. said. It's the opposite. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. 
Anyway. Maybe she does. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Look, we're talking well, about the Star other, Wars. The other thing is that I think because usually, okay, here's the thing is like she went from a princess to becoming a general because her world was destroyed. So she's no longer a princess. Right. Well, she also sort of founded the resistance, That's which would help. Too. But I, I think in order to be a general and not just like the CEO of the resistance or whatever, <laughs> I think you have to like. Have combat experience, right? Like, sure. So she, I think that she would get her experience. Although that I think way. a princess could just walk in and say, "I'm a general now." Like if Prince but Harry, princess of what? I don't know. That's true. It's not of what an asteroid field. It's true. With all her dead friends and family. Oh, oh, too soon. <laughs> um. Anyway, what? It was. What that, were we no, saying? it's fine. What it was. It was a long about? time ago. It was and a long time ago. Now. So it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so far, far away. <laughs> uh, let me see. What? Uh, so uh, I. By the I way, think... those jokes were so nerdy. I want to beat us up. <laughs> I'm gonna go put myself in a locker. Yeah. I I'm gonna take really, my own lunch money. My favorite moment of this movie. Yeah. Is Ray and uh, Ray and Kylo Ren fighting side by side. Oh, that was a great. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. All right. So what? What time is it? Oh yeah. yeah. Let's. We'll, we'll at, go at on to thirty minutes. Like. I want to do. A specific thing. Okay. Um, so, but since we're, since we brought up, so I think we've kind of covered like things we don't like. Let's go on to, let's go on to pros. All right. Yeah. We're yeah. On it. Um, yes. I'm absolutely, for, that scene was actually really great. It was really great. It was, it was Star Wars. Like that yeah. is a Star Wars scene. Um, that was so good. It was really well the, done. The it, choreography was amazing. Yeah. I've tried to look up, um, actually a friend of mine who will probably listen to this and I were talking about it and he went to look up the fight choreographer. We can't find one. Really? Yeah. There's a, like a, like a fight. I don't know. He's got a different name. Like the person who oversees it, like a fight director, sure. but there's no choreographer listed. I mean, there's gotta be some kind right? of choreographer. Yeah. I, he might've, maybe he doubled it. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was a great. That was a really great fight scene. I do love that. As much as as much as I hate them killing Snoke and not answering any questions, them killing Snoke was fucking badass. Yeah, and I'll be honest, you were talking about how that was a bad moment, but the, or or rather that you don't like that we don't get. But first of all, we also don't know. I'm going on a lot of stuff here, but sure, the, we don't know fair. if we're going to learn more about Snoke in the third movie. No, and that's fair. But yes. the the end of that thought was when the lightsaber started turning. Everyone in the, including me in the audience, was just like, huh, huh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, no, that whole scene is really well done. I mean, it's really tight. It's so suspenseful. It really is good. It's, it's, I mean, it's well written, it's well choreographed, it's well everything. Yeah. It's well shot. Well acted. Um, yeah. I mean, I do love, even just the design of that room is fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah, I love the shit out of that scene. That's probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. Just watching that, like that just, everything kind of like slows down and freezes for a moment. Yeah. And then it just kicks into high gear and takes off. It's a fantastic scene. It's really well done. Did you know the, did you expect the Luke Skywalker twist at the end? I didn't, but I loved every single moment of that you should say i didn't and i loved every single moment because if say you but yes um i didn't yeah and i loved every single moment of it i did i have no, you seen the, the every single moment even like leading, leading into it. up to that have you seen like have you gone back and looked at like the hints that are there there's a ton oh, of in hints. the fight scene yes. that, that 
I should have seen. And even before. I noticed. Okay. I know them now. I didn't notice. The ones in the fight, I didn't notice. The fact that, like, he never actually kicks up any dust. Yeah. never touches lightsabers or anything like that. That I didn't notice. I did notice that he had the haircut. Yeah, yeah. I thought thought the same thing. However, I was like, oh, he, you know, cleaned up a little bit. That's what I thought, too. I get it. Yeah, he doesn't leave footprints in the in the salt, and right. Kylo Ren does. Um, so there's the hair and all that stuff. There's the lightsabers, um, <laughs> and then like the stuff before, where he comes in and there's no entrance, right? But from where he comes in, oh from, right, right, right. Um, and the wink he gives at C three PO is likely because either C three PO doesn't see a person there. Holy. Fuck! Or because he can tell something's not right. You just like cracked my mind. <laughs> I I, have n- I didn't even think of that. Holy shit! Oh my god! I did not even there realize so that. There's so like that the that scene and the scenes leading up to it are so meticulously crafted. Right. They alone are a work of art. Yeah. So kind of going off of that because these are this is the last thing I wanted to say about the the moments that I loved. Um it was it was those moments. It was the the tiny the tiny moments that really tugged at some people might call it fan pandering, but it w- it worked in the context of the story as well. Like um, R2-D2 showing Luke. I, it kills me. Yeah, me too. Like, listen, some people are going to go, oh, well, they're just playing to the fans. Yeah, they fucking are. Yeah. And you know what? I don't care. Like a marionette. You know what? That's fine. Because <laughs> yep. they're doing it and they're, A, they're unabashed about it. They're just going a whole hog with it. And two... It does make sense in that moment. You need that moment. I, I don't even necessarily care about the sense. Um, if it works, it works. It works. That's and, how but I But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Because there are things that didn't work for me, like the the Leia Poppins. That like. Right. It's a little weird. It's a little too good. Yeah. Well, yeah. not too good. It's just where there's like this music. It's like it's it's almost as though like. They're playing the Oscars tribute thing for right, her, right, and right, you just right. sit there for a minute, and you're like, "Why?" Like, I would have preferred. What What would have been a better way to do that scene is for her to. It's a close up on her, and you see glass start to move past her, right? And then she's in the ship all of a sudden. Yes, and then yeah. it would have been quick, as almost as if the you can't tell if she consciously did it or if the force did it. Like, you're, right. there's a question yes. about how it was done. Yeah. Uh, also, we would have spent less time, right? You know. Um, I also think that Finn should have died. I think that a great no, moment okay. yeah. in this movie to finish the circle on Finn's character would have been for him to just fly into that thing instead of having an awkward kiss with a person we don't that like. That doesn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's another thing that we didn't address. But, yeah. that I mean, that whole story... I'm just going to write off that whole storyline because it's... And that and really the character of Rose. Um, but... The moment with um, Luke and R2-D2 is so beautiful yeah um in that it's not just that he plays the thing which is wonderful it's that one you needed that interactive interaction between those two characters there was just something like you need to check that box and if you notice his voice gets a little lighter when he talks 
he talks like the old Luke yeah. from the from the original trilogy when he's talking to R2-D2. He also, after that moment, he hangs a lantern on it. So they they know that it's pandering to the fans. Right. Because he says, like, cheap shot or something like right. that. You right, right. Which exactly. is what we are saying to Brian right. Johnson. And so when you address it, it kind of takes the air out of it. Um, the last two things, I'll say them in tandem. Um, I do love... And I said this to Sarah the other day. I love, the thing I love about this last movie is that, and this is partially because of outside circumstances, we know that Carrie Fisher is no longer with us. We know that she's not going to be around for the next movie. I love that, for me, the best two mo- the best two moments of this movie were not only Princess Leia moments, but they are so clearly Carrie Fisher moments. And that's one is with Laura Dern when they're getting on the ship and they both say, may the force be with you. And they kind of stumble over each other. And she says, you say it. I've said it enough. That's an actual moment that actually like that wasn't a scripted thing. Sure. This is the brilliant because and I think I love it because it's a that for me is is a wonderful send off for Carrie Fisher, because what many people may not realize is she was a brilliant writer on top of being an actress um and that is brilliant writing right there in that moment off the top of her head i've said it enough it's a thing of like it's not just the character talking it's the actor talking too but it's not so heavy-handed that it breaks the fourth wall yeah um and the other moment and i say these in tandem is the don't tell me don't tell me i've changed my hair like it's just it's that those two like tiny moments yeah um, and and those tiny moments that these happen the the Luke and R two D two the the Leia and and I forget what Laura Dern's character is Holdo Holdo and <clears throat> the Luke and Leia moments those are the things that kind of save the movie for me from not just completely writing it off um, even the even the way that they take Luke out is beautiful to me I uh, I hated holdo as a character i don't think she worked in this story i think that she worked i actually i'm i'm gonna go the opposite route i think holdo worked i think poe was a complete jackass yeah i mean i agree here here's what i've said to people and a lot of people disagree with me and i just think that this is right and nothing that anyone can say is going to change my mind fair um if some if if the lives of thousands of people are in danger mm-hmm. and one of the head like whatever Poe is now general or admiral or whatever because he was demoted but goes up to the person in charge and right. says what's the plan and right. she says I don't like you I'm not gonna tell you right that's no, a problem yeah no that's a fair point no that I that's a hundred percent fair because you lose nothing by telling that person well there so one thing that has been described to me is that there's worry that there is a traitor right so because if they can track them right maybe it's because there's a traitor telling right. them their location uh, but as soon as the so the reason that can't be the case is because as soon as the pods are released right he wakes up. Because he has been knocked out right. or whatever. He wakes right, right, up right. and Leia says, oh, the plan all along was to do X, Y, and Z. Right. But they're it's still to going. do exactly what we're doing. Right. But but you're telling him then. 
Why not just tell him before? You could have just, yeah. And no. the only reason I think that they told don't tell him is so that Finn and Rose can have a storyline. Right. That isn't very good. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I think that's where it fell apart. I don't mind her as a character. Um, I think that they did a disservice to her as a character. That's sort of because, what I mean. Yeah, because they... You're right. There's no reason not to tell Poe. There's and no we, reason not to tell And anybody. we know he's not a traitor. Like, right. all he has done is right. blown up the Right, but you're essentially creating a character because you want to create a storyline story that there yes. might be a... And there, there, there isn't there a good a enough traitor. reason for me. Right. Yeah, because I, I just don't want to tell you. Yeah. And you're acting... That being said... And she's so shitty to him. She like, is shitty. I get that he's a bad person, but this is your job. Like, you right. can't just go up to another employee and be like, you're a piece of shit. Right. No one likes you. Get out of my face. Oh, well, I think I think that's one of the other things that fell apart for me is that... Um, <laughs> is that both of those characters were shitty? Yeah. I no, definitely. Like, Poe I really liked in the first movie. Yeah. And then Poe all of a sudden becomes an egotistical ass yes which is a great you know at first i was like okay let's explore this like right. let's see him get a little too big for his britches and it, something happens and something goes wrong and da 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 and he has to atone for that and but nothing blah, blah, really blah. did which should have been the first scene by yeah. the way because he fucked that up royally yeah um which i've heard a lot of people being like it's a great action sequence i was like that's bullshit yeah he's a giant fuck up yeah i don't know about that and, and he fucked everything up yeah um and really, I get, in some ways, I kind of get why she wouldn't tell him the plan. Cause, but I wish she would have just come out and been and said that, because that would have justified her not telling him things. Yes, exactly. If you were just like, you fucked up Roy. Like, go at him more with it. Yeah. She kind of said it. But I would have been like, listen, you, yeah, we destroyed the thing, but you went against orders. And as a result, nearly, we spent every bomber that we have to destroy one ship. Which we now can't ever destroy another one of those ships again because you're a dickhead. I, I still and disagree with that. And now you need to go to the brig. I still and... disagree with that because you still can't not tell him what the result of all of these lives are. You right. still can't say what you're going to do to save these lives. No, can't I not, get that. But say. what I'm saying is like, don't just go, oh, well, I'm not going to tell you and you get a demotion and that's all we're going to leave it at. Right. Like either you really fucked up and you got a lot of people killed. And as a result, like in any other military, they throw you in jail. Right. That's sort of what I was But thinking. that's what I'm yeah, saying. Exactly. It's like, go further with or it. Or demote him even further so that he's he doesn't have he, access to the pilot. Or the, demote him further that he's just no longer in the resistance. Right. Yeah. Kick you know him out. I mean? Like kick him yeah, out. Yeah, I would have loved that. Right. And that because you can't some... just not tell him if he's going to be alive yeah. in the next hour. I think there were no consequences to his action. Correct. And they thought that that them not telling him the plan was enough consequence. Yeah. And it's not. Because then he's a dick and she's a dick and it doesn't, like, well, it just all falls apart. Another reason why she should just tell him is that when Princess Leia tells him, he's like, oh, that's a really good idea. You could have just avoided, avoided this, whole, this thing. whole thing. Yeah, you could have because you were worried that thing. he was going to run off and do something else, so you didn't tell him, and then he right. ran off and did something else. When he would have just been like, "Oh yeah, that's a great oh, idea." Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a good idea. It bothers me yeah. so much. If he's going to be rebellious, even if you had told him, he would have been rebellious in like a better way. Like yes. he would have done something conducive to help that plan. The plot, yes, yeah. to help your plan. For all we know, like if you were if you were like, listen. We're going to bide our time because we're going to try and get closer to this planet. And then we're going to all launch off the ship. And we're going to go. And he's like, great. At a certain point, I'm going to go against orders, get in an X-Wing, fly directly yeah, towards, exactly. the, towards the fucking Empire. And like start just distracting the shit out of that. Did you like the weird can you hear me now scene at the beginning? The, um, 
Oh, the, the I'm, phone I'm holding call thing? for Hux. Yeah. It felt a little weird. It for went me. a little too long. Yeah. I'm actually okay with the bit. Some people are like, oh, it's too funny and that's not what Star Wars is. I'm okay with that bit. Yeah. It went just like a hair too long. Because you, you remember from the A New Hope when. Uh, uh, right. Han, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's that's fine w- down here. That's one line. Yeah. It's and a, done. It's a good bit. And it was cool. And then when I got what the bit was, I was like, oh, that's funny. And then it kept going and yeah. kept going and kept going. But it was just the same joke. Right. Over and, and over it again. And it ended with a your mother joke. It, was, it just had the feeling of somebody, whenever somebody does comedy that doesn't know how to do yeah. comedy. No, yep. It was that. Like, where this just goes on. Like, I love my wife. And she can be really funny sometimes. You don't have to say that. She doesn't listen to this. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is she tries to tell a joke and sometimes she doesn't know, like... No, and the punchline right here. Right. Like, that's when you get out and leave. Like, she'll try and write a funny joke in a card and she'll say, is this funny? And I'll say, that's funny. And then she'll go, and I could add this. And I'm like, oh, no, don't no, add no, no, that. No, no. Yeah. You had them at this it's and succinct. just get out. You need it to be as succinct Yeah, leave the possible. audience wanting more. And it, that bit had that same feeling of like, yes, yes you had me. I'm with you. This and is you actually really funny. Me. This is genius. Now get out. Yeah. And then he said the thing about the mother and everything. And I was like, nope, too long. Yeah. It went too long. And the movie's like two and a half hours anyway. Like, right. You can cut that yeah, part out. Yeah, we could out. cut some, some pieces out. Um, I, I also, here's a problem that I had with the movie. Uh, Rose zaps Finn because he's going to go on his own thing, right? Yes. Then they decide they're going to go on their own thing. Like, how weird is that? Right. right. They're, like, they're just Rose gonna is on. like, I'm going to... You can't I'm, go on your own thing, so I'm going to take you back and then we're going to develop a plan to go on our own thing. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't that doesn't fit with that character. I think that might be the main reason that I don't like her right from the get go, mm. is because her morals are inconsistent. She already has said that she like paralyzed five people before then or whatever, right. and then she does it to him, and is like, I'm gonna turn you in. You're a tra-. like he's a, he's a superstar rebellion guy, right? And why wouldn't why wouldn't she ask more questions first of all to be like, well, okay, but you're like one of the heads of the resistance now. Right. You're a, a huge name. What are you doing? Right. Exactly. Um, she just zaps him. Like, you can't just zap... A person. Yeah. Well, not only a person, well, but, like, yeah. he's he's clearly a big deal in the Resistance. Right. She knows him just by name. Right. Um, and then she's, like, she's super angry at him. And then she's like, oh, I guess I'll do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of goes from one extreme to another. Yeah. I think what lost me on her initially is that we're supposed to care about... We're supposed to care about something that she talks about... Um, but I don't, she, you know, she talks about, well, yeah. it's really what I'm, what I'm saying is like, she, she's like, I lost my sister in that bomber thing and blah, 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 blah. And I think we're supposed to really be affected by that and feel for her. And I don't know her and I don't know her sister. Correct. I don't, it's not that I don't care about those characters. Like I don't, I don't value human life. Oh, Even sure. though I don't like, I will run over a fucking homeless person just for shits. I've seen him do it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, this is a this is a universe that we've established where people can just die. Like, yeah. people just die in a battle. It's a war zone. People die. I've accepted that in war, people die. Sacrifices are made. And while that's tragic, we move on to that. We right. move on from that. There's a quickly. greater good. Yeah. If I'm not mourn, mourning over Porkins, I'm not morbid, mourning <laughs> over your sister. Maybe you should mourn over Porkins. I mean, I would love to. Um, Listen, if he made it back there, he would have had a heart attack in like two more yeah, days. Yeah, it's fine. Um, 
but that's what I mean. It's like she makes this big thing about my sister sacrifice, you know, yeah, died, yeah. and da, 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 and I'm supposed to feel bad for her. But I'm like, yeah, but you guys are in a war. Like you know what you signed up for. Yeah. So I don't know what the what the thing is. I'm. I'm. It's unfortunate that you are so sad. That's what right. I feel. I don't really. I feel, feel bad the, that you're sad. I don't feel the sadness. I don't feel right. that same sadness. Yeah. If you know, if. But the the other thing is like I haven't taken the time to get to know this character right. for me to care about what you care about. You have to get to know a character to care about what they care about. Um, Ray, if like through two movies we've discussed her parents. If somehow you know in another movie her parents were introduced and then killed. I would care about that. Right, but that's because you care about because Ray. Because I care about Ray because I've spent two movies getting to right. care about her. And knowing that the knowledge of who her parents are yeah. and where she comes from is important to her. We don't really know anything about Rose. Right, and but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, I know she had a sister who we know for she, a second I thought was Rose. I know, me too. And, um, and we know that she likes space horse rabbits? Sure. Something, something. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really well where it fell apart for me with Rose. It's like, I don't care about you or anything you say. And also their actions like... That was cold. <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> you, you or anything, or anything you say or also, do. Their actions you die though, in a ditch her, for all like Their actions fun. don't make any sense. Like they get thrown in jail because their car is parked out front, right? Or their, their ship or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the Ford Pinto. But that's the thing though, right? There. Is that everything that happens in the casino is like... It's a little too Earth-like to me. Right. Like, they, they're arrested because their car is parked in the wrong place. Like, that's basically what happens. Sure, They have sure. slot machines. There's a there's fat coins. Texan gambler. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, but the... I love... I will say this. I love that that world as an idea. Like, I love... Because I do love the it's idea of, fine. like, It's fine. It's just, again, it's too... It's too normal. Like... There's a horse race. Right. Why would why would a galaxy far, far away a long time ago also have, have horse, horse races, races at a casino? But that's what I mean. Like, I love the idea of... That's what I mean by I love it as an idea. Yeah. I don't like the execution of it. Yeah. But I like the idea... Because I love the idea of having, like, a rich... And obviously there would be some sort of rich and powerful um, civilian right. factor to all yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah. Um, which I like the idea of showing. So, so my point, though, was that... Why didn't they just go back to the casino and find the guy with the symbol? They they already know what he looks like now. Right. They can just go in there and find him. Right. Like if they, they broke, broke out. out. Why not just go right back yes. in? Yeah. Instead of using Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Instead of using the collector. Yeah. Whatever. Love it. Instead of using Guillermo del Toro, it yeah. doesn't look. Whatever just, is fucking. Yeah. I, I yeah I didn't get it. All right. Here's the thing. Okay. Now that we're yeah. well past. Yeah. Twenty minutes later. Knowing what you know from what we have seen from this movie. Sure. Is it Brian or Ryan? Johnson. Ryan Johnson. I said it wrong earlier. That's okay. Thank you. Is Ryan Johnson... Except you're a jackass. <laughs> is Ryan Johnson suitable to direct a new Star Wars trilogy? Yes. Do, are you more excited or less excited? Um, uh, okay. I am slightly less excited, but only very slightly. And here's why. Um... This new Star Wars trilogy is not going to be a saga film. And so, but, but for that, couldn't okay. you just get anyone to do it? You could, but here's the thing. Ryan Johnson is a really good filmmaker. 
I really, you know, I've seen his other films. He's directed Brick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's directed Looper. Looper. Yeah. Um, there's something else that I can't. Uh, the Last Jedi. Right. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes, The Last Jedi. And three other Star Wars and movies. And three other Star Wars movies. Since we're recording this in the year 2023 or right. whatever. Um, he's directed really good movies. He is a, is a very good director. And there are, like I said, there are really great moments in this. Um, what I do applaud him for is that um, he gave us a Star Wars movie where we didn't know what it was going to be. Which, love it or hate it. You know, everybody had expectations and thoughts about what it was going to be and what we were going to see in it. And at no point did I go, oh, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. And no point did I do that. As you know, love that moment or hate that moment that I said it. I never had the thought of, yep, I knew exactly what was going to happen in that moment. Um, so that means that is that is the mark of a good filmmaker. Um the other thing is, again, this is not going to be a saga. These are not going to be saga films. Um, saga films, I think, have to live up to something. I think they, they, and not just live up to something, they have to fit into a certain mold. They have to fit into a certain pattern. You are following um, uh, six, seven. You're following seven other movies, now eight, uh, that have to fit into a certain narrative tone and a certain narrative voice. The, the interesting thing about Rogue One was that it is not a saga film. It's an offshoot. The same right. thing with the Solo movie. It's an offshoot. So it can be a little different. It can be something else. Um, Ryan Johnson is a really good filmmaker. He really he is. And he's a really good writer. Um, I think giving him the what is essentially the freedom to go off in this world and do something else that is a little more in his wheelhouse and doesn't have to be jammed into fitting into the narrative of seven other movies that have come over the course of 40 years. I think that's something that's very interesting. So why are you slightly less enthused? Um, I mean, it's slightly less because, again, he didn't, you know... Like I said, there are certain the, the problems I had with this movie were big things, not little things. You know, you have a plot that revolves around something standing still. The, just saying that phrase alone, I know that there's a problem with that plot, um, especially for an action movie. Sure. Um, that being said, uh, well, did he did did he write it or direct it? He wrote it. He wrote it and directed. He wrote it and he wrote it, it and directed it <laughs> and. And filmed it. He turned the camera on to record himself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. Um, uh, by the way, this Kraken is really good. I think I'm... it's a good time to note it. <laughs> um, I, yeah, he wrote it and directed it himself. Like I said, he's the first person to do it, to do it since George Lucas. Um, which says something. Um, uh, it makes me slightly... Like I said, it makes me slightly less uh, excited about his trilogy because it's the plot falls apart for me in major points, not minor points. That being said, I know from seeing his other body of work that he can do a good movie, that he can write a really banging movie. Um, and I think if he's given the opportunity to play in this world, because um, he can do sci-fi, to play in this world under a little more of his own terms 
and with his own story that he doesn't have to fit into something else that it could be something really cool and really interesting um the a lot of people have speculated what it's going to be he said it's not going to be knights of the old realm or things like that but old republic old republic i'm sorry um however you know he's really good at noir he's really good at mystery i would love to see some sort of jedi you know mystery some sort of jedi uh yeah noir thing where you know it's, what if they give him a knights of ren trilogy that would be amazing that yeah. would be really good you know he's really good at at sort of uh, and i say i realize i i say this after kind of knocking what his plot was but he is really good at at plot yeah um if you have you ever seen brick no but i've seen looper we've had this discussion before i just you know what's interesting is i i we we watched this movie we watched uh, this movie we watched uh the last jedi and i came out of the theater and the next day we were staying at sarah's parents house and they have um direct tv and they and looper was on it and i watched looper I was like, I want to, and it, cause Sarah came in and said, what are you watching? And I said, Looper, I want to watch this because I have to see he's Brick. the same guy who directed Last Jedi, and I want to see... What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I love it. Yeah. It's really good. And he yeah. creates his own mythos in it yes. and everything like that. So we know that he can do this. Yeah. And like I said, a saga film has to fit. You have to jam this thing into seven other films yeah essentially eight because you know what that there's going to be another one coming right um however ryan johnson in his own trilogy doesn't have to do that right uh and so that's you know that that kind of where people are like well last jedi sucks then i don't want to watch his trilogy i say the reins are off him so i'm interested to see what he's going to come up come up come up with um I mean, how do you feel? Does this make you less excited or more excited? I am much more excited. Okay. Uh, I I knew Looper, like I liked Looper, but it's the only thing I've seen by him. I still haven't seen Brick. Um, and uh, it took me a long time to think on it. This is actually, by the way, this is a topic by the Fresnerd. The Fresnerd okay. asked us okay. to uh, what we thought if we were more excited, or maybe if I was more excited after seeing the Last Jedi. <laughs> They're like Fresnerd doesn't give a shit what I think. Well, they it's just because know what do you remember does. that? I think I told you that on Facebook they asked. You know who's excited for Brian, for Ryan oh, Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I said, "Well, ask me in December." Right. So they right. asked me in December. <laughs> oh, nice way <laughs> um, to follow up. I, I know. Way to go. I was very surprised. Nice. So, uh, and I said this would be a we good. We need topic. to get in more contact with the. Fresnerd. I agree. I think that think needs to, there needs I, to be some sort of Fresner. Reach out like directly to us, and we should coordinate. I'm not something. entirely sure how to pronounce his name. I think it's Jaime. Okay. Fresnerd also Jamie. I also spell it phonetically <laughs> when you reach out because I've, I've known to someone us. who had that spelling of that of his first name yeah. and it was Jaime. Fresnerd, tweet us direct message. It doesn't matter. Like I mean, he's on Twitter, right? On as both Fresnerd and his actual like his. Two oh, okay, 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 okay. So, uh, but like, get in touch with us. We should. I feel like we should coordinate something. I don't what? know what. What are you rambling about? I mean, the Kraken has taken a hold of me. <laughs> um, we, but I feel like we should. Like he. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm just saying, Fresner, just reach out to us. 
directly. We should coordinate something. I don't know what. Coordinate but we, what? I don't know. Like a Let's Google say, Hangout? No, but like <laughs> maybe some sort of, I don't know, cross, like we do did with um, the Not Movies podcast. Yeah, but they're in Pennsylvania. Right. I'm not saying we go to Fresno, though I'm not against it. I hear it's very nice out there. Um, I'm just saying we should, you know, we should get into, whatever, this is fucking going on way too long. Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know where I am anymore. What's going on? Where am I? You had asked me what my opinion was on yes. the subject. Uh, yes, what is and your opinion? And I was trying to explain that <laughs> By this... the way, Fresno, you're awesome. Anyway, go on. I was trying to explain that this was something po- posed to us on Twitter by the Fresner. Yes, absolutely. So, and I'm just saying they're a great fan. They are. And I, I, yes, thank you. (laughs) Great. Let's do a whole episode on them, on him at some point. Okay, sure. So, uh. There you go. That's something. I think the only thing that would have been worse. So if the, if The Last Jedi was terrible. Right. Right. Really bad. Mm. The only thing that would have been worse than that is if it was mediocre. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, It's sort of what you've been saying in that. Even the things that are wrong with it are bold choices. Yes, a hundred percent. So I'm confident I would much rather at any given moment see something that takes a bold choice and does it incorrectly than something that looks at movies that did okay and then just rides the You'd rather watch someone strike out on swings than just watching the ball go by. Yes. Yes. I 100% agree with that. So I'm actually more excited because I saw... In this movie, he he tried his first Star Wars movie and got about 50 to 60%, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And he tried real hard. And again, that's with I, it's the reins. It's an A, A for effort. Right. And that's with the reins on. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yes. with them trying to fit it into and the saga. Yes. You have to have the whole weight of the mythos behind right. it. Right. Um, and yeah, you've got probably got Kathleen Kennedy and... Lord knows who else. Like, there's probably a dramaturg somewhere just oh, being like, that yeah, can't yeah. happen, that can't yeah. happen. This is this, and this is this, yeah. and this is canon, and blah, blah, blah. So, I'm perfectly happy with it. I think that uh, it wasn't what I was expecting. Like you said, it was very, very different than anything I'd expected. Right. Um, and that, that, in fact, what I what I put on Twitter in response to the Fresner is, his weaknesses in, the this movie's weaknesses make me more excited to see a trilogy that he has made. I will 100% agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Other than Luke Skywalker drinking milk out of some alien tits. I mean, that was weird. That <laughs> real was weird. weird. That was real that weird. Was so weird. You know, in some ways I felt like that was done directly towards the fans of like, fuck you. <laughs> if you think you're going to just get whatever you want in this movie... Go fuck yourself, fans. Like, that was the scene to me. When he drank it, he almost looked right into the camera. He did. He almost was like, ugh. He looked right into the camera, and then he spit at the camera. And then just spewed fucking milk out the camera. I'm pretty sure he said fuck the fans also, which felt a little out of... If you, out of canon. If they but. had if they had edited it differently and they let it roll like five more seconds, what you saw was Luke Skywalker just flip the bird directly to the camera. It was nuts. And then he just spit the milk right at right right in your fucking face. <laughs> and then started masturbating. And then just started jerking it hard. And then he started squeezing the tit of the alien. It was real weird. The tit guys. dick. The tit dick. <laughs> By the way, not only not, not only did Luke, have I think a, is that a bomba dick? 
That is a huge bomba dick. It was one of the biggest bomba dicks in cinema history. It's not only what's weird. It's like not only did Luke's face, not only was Luke's face really incredulous, but the next shot was the alien face, and the alien face was really incredulous, which is really weird because it's a puppet. So like, like Luke was like, "Go fuck yourself, Ray," and then even the the alien like looked at her and was like, "Got what? Go fuck yourself!" Like everybody in that entire shot. Everyone on that island hates Ray. Really hates Ray. Like the remember the little maid aliens? The little What the fuck was with that? Oh, you know what we didn't discuss real quick? The, real quick. The porgs. Porgs. <laughs> Are you pro porg? Are you anti porg? I am pro porg. Like you like them or I think they only improved the movie. I think they're fucking useless, but they look delicious. <laughs> Don't they? When you had that roasted porg. I was like, yes, Thanksgiving at Chewy's place. Like, let's fucking do it. It looks so fucking good. Chewy's a great cook. Because if Chewy, with like. If he can do all that, like, on an island. With like a bonfire and a tiny chick pork. Chick pork. Like, it's ridiculous. Here's a question I have about that scene. Okay. Remember they all look real sad when he's about to eat Yeah, the that's porg? that one pork's parents. I'm 100% <laughs> that's certain. That's not what I'm asking. Okay. Here's the question. Isn't the damage already done? Yeah, he threw it away. And I actually thought that. And I was like, I would just wash that off and eat it. Because but, but no, like, it's already dead. It's why already dead. Care? Why not eat it? No, why do they care? That's my point. Why are they like, don't eat it? It's my dead mother. Well. You killed uh, my mother. Wait. Don't eat her. <laughs> you know? Are you saying that you'd be okay if you were like, if you had a dead relative and I was eating them, you'd be like, well, they're already well, not, dead. Not you. Well, yeah, that's insulting. But but like a wolf, I'd be like, well, whatever. Yeah, but, but Chewie's an intelligent being. It's a higher being. He can't talk. He can talk. English. He speaks a different... Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> he can't speak English, so that means he's lesser. Is oh that God. what you're saying? It, wow. It was. It is not now. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, you want to weigh in on DACA at this point? Oh my God. Okay, great. That's what I thought. Well, you know, if you ask the President of the United States, DACA is, that should be obliterated, but the Dreamers Act is okay. (laughs) Anyway, this is why I drink. Um, If if you're listening to this, we're still alive. (laughs) Nuclear fallout hasn't happened. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Should we just do that every episode? Yeah, maybe. Awesome. Um... Are we... You can cut this out. Are we doing reading assignments? Are we not doing reading assignments? We're not, because I have not started yours. You son of a bitch. I gave that to you on purpose for you to read in the, around the time you watched Justice League. There was a thought process behind this. Oh. I had been planning this for months. It's a really... It's, it's a little... Uh, intimidating because it's it looks very long. That's what she said. Not to me. It's not. You you can breeze through it. it gets it, you breeze through it pretty quickly. I'm scared. Okay, that's fair enough. Anything else you want to talk about uh, the, regarding the Last Jedi? Um, no. There I is. Think, I'm what? gonna. I'm oh, gonna. Here we go. I'm gonna cut it into this. Okay. When it goes on, here it uh, uh, When I upload it, it when I edit it, there is a song uh-huh. that plays twice in the score. That is like the first six measures of the opening song to Beauty and the Beast. 
what? I heard it twice, and I was like, both times I was like, what do I know that from? What scenes do they have in I don't remember the first one, but the second one is when Chewie is flying the Millennium Falcon on Crate and, like, trying to lure away the... the... Porks? <laughs> no, the TIE Fighters. You know what Crate is? It's the salt Crate is the salt planet. one. Yeah. By the way, can I just say, useless scene. Like, not necessary. Crate? I actually think that is a completely useless scene. As much as I love Luke Skywalker going out on a high note, you could have ended that movie before Crate. It really felt like I thought credits were going to roll. And then I remembered that in the trailer we saw Crate. Man, it's a good thing they didn't. Because that was like most of the good stuff. It was most of the good stuff. I'm not saying that wasn't. But I'm saying in as far as the plot... Like, fucking roll credits before you get to Crate. Because I think you don't actually need it. I think it's just there. Well, you sort of do, because... Are you going to start the next movie with Luke dying? No, but they. But that's what I'm saying is... They put that, they, they put that scene in just for that point. Well, yeah, because the first movie was Han's movie, the second movie is Luke's, Luke's movie, movie, and, and the, the third, third one was, was supposed, supposed to be, to be Leia's. Leia's movie. Yes, I get it. But... Like, as far as the story is concerned, it's, you, it's a thing that doesn't need to happen. I think Luke should have said, see you around, kid, as the Joker. Oh, that would see you around, kid. That would have been amazing. <laughs> was that your Joker impression? Listen, I'm very drunk. So am I. There was one more point that I wanted to make. Bum, 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 oh, bum, oh, 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 last scene. I want to talk about the last scene. Oh, that stupid one with the kid? Yeah, what do you make of that scene? Nothing. He was trying to make a point and it didn't work. It really didn't. Yeah, I think that's... But that's one of those... That's one of the scenes that I'm talking about. That, like, he tried something, it didn't work. But you know what? He tried something. It was a bold move. I yeah. will say that. I think they were trying to get at, like... Now Luke Skywalker is a legendary figure. Well, he his legend will, lives on. Yeah, and it will reignite the rebellion? And not just him... But what he has passed to Rey will let that will let her become a legend in the same way that he was. But if you've all, but I, maybe I'm wrong about this. That kid was force sensitive. Why? Didn't he summon that broom with the force? Wasn't no. the wasn't the broom sitting there and he like held out his hand and the broom came to him? Am I, I wrong I on this? I didn't see that. I just thought he picked it up. Somebody tweet somebody tweet us and tell me if I'm wrong on this. I no, seriously. I honestly thought that's Can what it happened. be me? I'll just tweet us. No, you <laughs> son of a bitch. No, I really think like am I I'm a hundred percent willing to admit that I remembered this wrong. I really thought he so walked out the door and the broom was sitting against the thing and he reached over and it like fell towards him as opposed to him just grabbing it and picking it up. And, I mean, then he, and then he remember. had a rebellion ring. Um, I feel like that happened. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, maybe he's forced. That being it still said, it was a weird. It was just a weird. It was ending. strange. It was and everyone was like, thing. "Is he gonna be the next?" No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's, he's nothing. He's no fucking nobody. If Ray's parents are nobody, he's a, that 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 guy that yelled at him is gonna come out in two seconds after the credits and roll and beat, beat the, the shit, shit out of him with a belt. Just fucking wail on him, <laughs> and he's gonna go back to sweeping floors 
and just die in a ditch somewhere. And that's it. That's the end of that kid's story. All right. So don't look for him in the next movie or in Ryan Johnson's trilogy or the next trilogy. That kid is fucking gone. I hope we get that in a side comic. That'd be it's just like eight pages good. of him getting, I'm just shit him getting beat out. the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> just horrible, horrible beating by some guy. And they're like, oh, it's Star Wars. At least it'll be like a laser belt. Or no, it's just a belt. It's just leather. It's just a leather strap. <laughs> And he fucking just whips the shit out of this kid. And then, like, if it gets really bad, he just makes him into, like, a little jockey for those little weird mouse horses that they have. And he's like, I don't want to be a jockey. And he's like, you're a jockey. And he straps him to the thing with a belt. He, like, just just puts him on the mouse thing and, like, and just belts him right here. Like, really just yanks it tight. Just fastens him in there. And he spanks the mouse horse on the ass. And and it's, like, the belt's like, ring. And then they just go running off. And that's that's what that kid's life is. And the rebellion does nothing. They overthrow the Empire and they defeat everyone. And Kylo Ren is killed. And it's wonderful. Except that kid still lives in a shithole. And it's your fault, America. It's your fault. This Kraken is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's up. I was trying to turn your mic down, but I've don't, been turning it up the whole time. Don't you turn me down. Don't even try and mute me. All right. What is going on anymore? Uh, it's good to know we haven't lost our touch that at the last half hour, I just have a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about Luke calling it a laser sword? What the fuck was that? I mean, at first I was like, laser sword? And then I get it. Like, he's mocking what a lightsaber is. I get that. That being said, don't call it a laser sword. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. Because I know that's essentially what it is. But at the same time, that's like the Kmart brand of lightsaber. Yeah. So if you want to knock it, knock it, but find a different way to do it. Just it, I, I did bump on that. Yeah. I would have just said a sword. Yeah, with swords. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's got guns. Because everyone's guns. fighting a gun. You're bringing a knife a to a gunfight. Almost literally. Yeah. <clears throat> Even if it's a laser one, it's yeah, still like it's still it's still a, a sword. sword bringing to a gunfight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. I'm spent. Are we done? Are we treble? Oh, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, you zinger. Touche. Two. Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Should we wrap this thing up? Yeah, please. All right. Put one, me out one. of my misery. Okay. Um, you want to do it to me this time? Oh, that sounded <laughs> sexy. You know what I'm saying. It did not sound sexy. That sounded awful. Yeah. Um, hey Chris hey what's up see how I just answer it like a human being instead of fighting it the whole time where can they find us uh, so they can find us on oh fuck oh I got this uh, they can find us on twitter at at media lunch break they can find us on gmail at the media lunch break at gmail.com you can check us out on our facebook page um, uh, chuck in a, a dollar or two at uh, patreon um, you can find us on Google Play and iTunes and SoundCloud. You can find us uh, not on our website yet, but very soon at themedialunchbreak.com. And wait, 
Is it the same one we forgot it's last It's the time? most important one. YouTube! You can find us on YouTube. Search for us on YouTube. Subscribe to us. Uh, as soon as we get 100 subscribers, we're going to be start giving out... Uh, we're going to be start giving out? What kind of fucking sentence? Oh, you finished your drink. You need more. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start giving out free prizes. We're going to hold some contests. Start giving out free stuff. Um, do we get the free stuff to the people from Comic-Con? Yes, it's all done. Yay! Yeah, so if you um, checked us out after Comic-Con and you got free stuff and you like that free stuff or you're interested in the free stuff we gave out at Comic-Con and weren't at Comic-Con, subscribe to us. Get friends to subscribe to us. As soon as we hit 100, we're going to start doing contests and sending out more free stuff. And let me tell you, I've got a bunch of the free stuff at my house. It's fucking sweet stuff. <laughs> I do too. It really is. Someone actually took a picture of the stuff and put it on Twitter and tagged us, and it's... I forgot how good it was. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking sweet, actually. Um, you're gonna—I mean, we're talking like wall art. We're talking some pint glasses, mugs, yeah, yeah, bottle yeah. openers, all pins. sorts of stuff. Yeah, not—not yeah. um, not some cheap shit, like good shit. But yeah, subscribe to us. Get us get us up to a hundred. We're gonna start having some contests, sending out some free shit, and you're gonna want this stuff. Um, other than that, that's it for these episodes. That's it for this episode. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time, but I'm sure there's a fucking thing that's going to come out that we're going to talk about, or there's a thing that's happening that we should talk about. Or... Black Panther comes out in like three weeks. Yeah. That'll probably be it. That'll probably be it. Because that better be good. I mean, it looks great, so I, I can't imagine it. Yeah. Good. So did Justice League. Yeah, but that's a different studio. So did Iron Man 3. Point taken. So did Ultron. I don't mind Ultron. That's not a good review. We're not going to get into this now. We don't have time. Alright, that, do that dog really, really showed us what for. Alright, that's it for us. Okay, that's it. Um, that's the end of the show. Hey, you know what? You know what we just did? We did a thing. We went out and we did a thing. When I didn't go out. No, you didn't. You went to Jersey. I did. Get home to your stupid child. Ugh, I'll say. Um, kid can't even wipe himself yet. He's <laughs> two months old already. Got a job, you lazy deadbeat. All right. Love you, Emerson. Uh, that's it, right? I'm going to stop playing it now. Here we go. Don't do it. I'm going to do don't it. Don't do it. It's going to happen. Please don't. Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear? But did you hear that dog? Yeah, I do. It's that dog is telling us it's time to go. Chocolate booze, you're so sweet and you get me hammered. Chocolate. I'm gonna be that dad now. Coming home drunk. <laughs> I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. Let's be honest. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. <sighs> All right, so... Uh, well, I mean, there was also the day he was born. <sighs> and we're back. <laughs>